everybody. Welcome back to All Things Elementary Podcast. I'm Lucy from Lower Grade Love. And I'm Tori from Engaging and Educating. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> yeah, did you notice we kind of disappeared for a while? <laughs> we took a little hiatus. Yeah, instead of No Shave November, we went for just No Extra Work November, and we highly recommend it. Yes, and I think November was the fastest month ever because what was it? Three weeks. And then we were on break or something like that. And yeah. those three weeks flew, flew. by. And December is not going to be any different. We were, I mean, I feel like I'm always hitting the ground running every single day and it's been so busy, but it finally feels good to get back and do this and get back in the swing of things. We also were really lucky. So we've had, um, some changes in our district and one of the changes is they canceled almost every single non-essential meeting for us. Um, I think they did it like around Halloween, right? So the only meetings we have are our staff meetings, which are called synergy sessions. So we have that once a month. And then our like intervention meetings where we're like keeping track of data on kids who we have concerns about. So I mean, we have time, which is weird. It's helpful. It's so helpful. It actually feels a lot lighter. The only thing I absolutely hate about it, (laughs) Tori, I think you'll, you'll understand me on this. My calendar, I put in, we get our schedule of meetings every year in August. So, and those dates do not change. Our principal does not change meetings ever. Anyway, so I put them in ink in my calendar every year. And so now I have all these crossed out marks on my calendar and it's so annoying. <laughs> That's what I have too. It kills me because I'm really like, okay, no meeting canceled, 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 which is so nice. But I do enjoy like our synergy sessions, which is the whole school because I mean, it's just a time to regroup and be like, okay, how's everyone doing slash let's cover the most important topics that we need to talk about. Well, and we get to see and- everybody. Yeah. We don't see see anybody anymore. We see no one. And, and it gives us a time to talk because we do some breakout rooms. So I mean, the heart. So we normally do in regular times, we would fill out these little like construction paper hearts and say positive things about different people. And so when we switched to remote, we would do hearts in the chat box. So it's just like shout out positive things to different people. And it's really cute to see. Yeah. That one is such a fun time because again, you don't talk to a lot of people right now. So it's nice to get filled in on what's going on in people's lives. Yeah. It's like, Oh, so-and-so, you know, just got their masters or, you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, that's exciting. So the synergy sessions are fun. Of course, team meetings you have to have. Oh yeah. We do have our team meetings every week. Yeah. I like those though. Yeah. Well, team meetings are so, I mean, handy because we can fill everyone in on the plans because we separate yeah. for planning. So I do science and social studies and you I need do math. To like fill in with your team. Hey, this is what I'm thinking. Does anyone else have fun ideas for this topic? Instead of just putting it into a computer and be like, okay, good luck. It's, yeah. like, it's nice. Well, to get and also like, you know, when you are a teacher, you have random good ideas on like a Thursday night. And so sometimes it's like, Oh guys, I had this idea. And then everybody shares and everybody wants to do it. So, yeah, but it is weird. Like I, I think I was talking to Jamie or somebody a few weeks ago and they're like, do we have 
you know, this meeting this week. And I'm like, no, we don't have any meetings. It's, but we're so used to having the meetings. Yeah. We're like, Hey, do we have this? And like, no, we don't have anything. So like, Oh yeah. Okay. Well, so I'm, I'm actually excited or... for synergy this week. <laughs> yes. But we're so excited to record this episode today because it is December and there's so many fun things that go into Wait, it's the not December holiday. yet. It's almost December. Yeah. But when we release this, it's going to be like the next day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're almost in December. Yes. And so we have some fun ideas to go into your classroom for in-person and remote learners and some shout outs to really awesome teachers that you need to look up on TPT and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, So this month is going to be so much fun. I'm pumped. And so one of the big things that we're doing in our classrooms, and I think every teacher is doing in first grade, and I have never done this. This is the first thing, but a gift wrapping station and a letter writing station. And the kids have opportunities to wrap gifts. They write, or they're wrapping up their work for the week, um, things like that. But parents have donated wrapping paper, bows, you know, ribbon, everything, scissors, or little kids scissors we have, but the tape, the little stickers that say to and from, and you create a little station in your classroom where they can do just all that gift wrapping, but I've never done it. So I'm a little nervous, but I think it's going to be fun. I was nervous last year. I just don't like mess, but, um, one of the teachers on our team came from another campus and they did it and she brought it and her and I think two other teachers did it on the team last year, uh-huh. maybe even three. And I was immediately regretting that I didn't do it. So I'm excited to do it this year. Actually, they also do, don't forget the ads. So like um, parents send in like Target ad or different store ads and the kids go through and they find something that they want. And then they have to write a letter telling either Santa or telling their parents, you know, this is what I want. This is how much it costs. And I think I'm going to have my kids, you know, really build up that letter since we've been working on letter writing. And yes. Okay. I did see something really cute that, and it, I'm just kind of getting an idea for this. See idea podcast. Mm-hmm. My, my wheels are turning, but they did a, like, um, my favorite gift, like what you're saying. And then they have to like convince their parents why you should buy me this mm-hmm. gift from the little ad, but you could do like a gift for me, a gift for brother, sister, mom, yeah, dad, grandma, grandpa, and they have to fi- figure out through the little catalog what their parents would want. And they have to write why, because I think that'd be hilarious. It's like, my mom wants a new coffee maker. She <laughs> coffee. I'm like, yes, that'd be hilarious. Wine I glass. My that. mom needs a new wine glass because she broke one the other day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and that's the cute thing. So they write the letter and then they, after the letter gets approved by the teacher, they get to wrap the letter and the ad in a box. And then the wrapping is the most hilarious part. Um, not to mention some of these kids walking around with boxes, half their size with a teeny tiny letter inside. Yes. So, um, recycling in a new way. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. A lot of parents sit in Amazon boxes and the goal is for the kids to go home and they can unwrap it or parents can unwrap it. And then they bring in that box the next day. So boxes are continuing to come back. Yeah. So that, I mean, you'll have stuff to wrap. It's not like you're going to run out. Yeah. And I got some wrapping paper from parents that I could tell was like paper from last year or whatever. And they probably got new wrapping paper for this year. So I feel like it's actually really good 
recycling, even though I do see that some of it will be wasteful. I think it'll be wasteful in a positive way. I'm excited about it. And we told our remote families about this early before Thanksgiving break. Um, Happy Thanksgiving, by the way, everybody. And so that way they could incorporate all or some of this at home or none of it if they chose not to, if they wanted to. But I feel like it's going to be something that our kids at school talk about. So I don't want our kids at home to feel excluded in any way. Yeah. Um, And another, so the teacher that came with this idea and it's so fun, she set up in her, we have our little collab rooms that can join um, different classrooms or two classrooms together. So she set up a letter writing station and it's like a little post office. It's so So cute. It's so cute. So she has like writing paper envelopes and then little stamps they can decorate. And so she's teaching them like how to address like the envelope with the name on the front. Um, And for this, they wouldn't need an address on it because it's, she has different boxes with different teachers' names or principal's names santa parents like Mm -hmm. their family members and after they write it they get to put it in the correct box and then at the end of the day or end of the week they go through the letters and they sort it and then they get to go deliver it to the different spots so cute what a good idea so they also have because they're bolder than i am um they asked for um what's it called a canopy Yeah. 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 So they ask for one parent to donate a canopy or you can bring in your own canopy too. And so literally like on their whole group carpet area is a canopy with all the wrapping stuff underneath it. It's kind of fun and festive. I can't handle it in my room, but I respect it. It's like a, it's like an outdoor pop-up tent in a classroom. Yeah. They decorated it with lights. We'll have to share pictures of it. It's yeah, actually check our Instagram. We're going to put one up because it's, it's adorable and just hilarious. Cause it's yeah. like Santa's workshop in a classroom. Also so, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Cause we're going to be doing a December giveaway too. And you're going to want to know about it. Yes. So, so follow us for that. crazy Christmas ideas and giveaways. Yay. Going into this week, we're starting gingerbread week mm-hmm. and I'm pumped about that because you can do so much stuff with gingerbread. Also, there are so many fun books like the Ninja Bread Man and the Gingerbread Man Loose in the School. There's the fire truck one, plus all the traditional ones. I just like reading all the different books. I love, yeah, reading all of it. And you can do a lot of, you know, the compare, contrast, uh, sequencing of events with those books. And so, I mean, I have, I think I have a like its own little bucket for gingerbread books because it doesn't even mix with the winter holidays because there are so many options. Yeah. Um, I also saw one of the girls on our team the day before Thanksgiving break had her kids help decorate the room. So the doors to her collaboration room that the room that Tori was just talking about, uh, is a gingerbread like house and the kids made the little gumdrops to go along the bottom and she just, you know, had them decorate the butcher paper and it's really cute. So I think my kids are going to be doing that. Um, tomorrow when we go back. <laughs> That's a good idea. I really like that. That's cute. And then of course they can make gingerbread people and they have that there. Whereas the kids at school don't necessarily have all those pictures and whatnot. So I think it's 
cute and fun. And also happily ever elementary. I, they must think we're stalkers or something, but they posted, um, maybe a few weeks ago, a really cute Christmas craft and it's just popsicle sticks and you shape it into like a house. And then they put like a little, um, vinyl heart in the center, which you could just do. I'm going to do it with paint. I'm not good. I don't have a cricket or whatever you call those machines. That reminds me. So Tori and I were talking about, we're always trying to find ways to include our remote learners in things that we would want to do with our kids at school. And so we, I was thinking, okay, how can we do like easy recipes um, and then tie in writing with it? So we don't have this in the plans, but like for gingerbread week, it could be like make a gingerbread house at home. Cause I feel like a lot of families, not all families, but a lot of families already do that or even make gingerbread cookies um, could be a fun thing to add to that. One of the other ideas that I really want to do before Christmas is like s'mores. Cause I feel like it's something that, you know, is not expensive mm-hmm. um, and is doable. And that's fun. That could also include science and writing and tasting. I love tasting. Oh yeah. I think that's fun. I want to include that in the plans in the next few weeks. Kids love snacks. Hot chocolate. Yes. Mm -hmm. And there's another writing activity that's super fun that we started last year and I want to do it forever and ever. And we, what is it? We sent it home with our kiddos. Oh um, yeah. 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 But it's um, like called Home for the Holidays, and you send them a blank template of just like a house. So it kind of looks like a gingerbread house. Um, and then there's a writing portion, and they have to decorate their house with the holiday that they celebrate. So they can use crayons, markers, and people get into it, use, mm-hmm. you know, sequins, things like that, or actual pictures. Um, because there is a page where you can post photos of your holiday with your family, whether it's in the past or present. Uh, and then they write about what traditions they have for December holidays. And that's happily ever elementary, right? That is happily ever elementary. Sorry, they're just good, y'all. They're so (laughs) good. It's so annoying how good they are. And I'll (laughs) post on our Instagram, but they do the best display for it because it's this cute red truck with um, the writing samples and the house is hanging. Uh, So I'll post that on there to give you a visual and I'll link the uh, fun activity because this is a must do for at home and in person because the kids just really get into it and it's fun for the families to share their fun traditions. And I think it's fun. Like the kids at home can just decorate their learning space behind them. Like what's behind your zoom camera, like decorate that as, you know, either pictures from Christmas past or whatever holiday, whether it's Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or anything else out there that I'm forgetting. And then they have a little tag that they're selling that goes with it, but you could totally do this idea without the tag, but it's, you know, 2020, the year we stayed home. And so it's a Christmas ornament and it's a house and it's so cute. So I'm going to do a version of that. I think, um, this year, I think it's so cute. I'm obsessed with that. Mm -hmm. That's so cute. So simple too. Just love these simple, simple things. Yes. Oh, and to backtrack for like, five seconds. If you are like pre-K kinder, and I guess this could work for first, if you are doing like a fun gingerbread week, you could do a little ornament where they decorate a gingerbread man and you take 
a picture of their face and put them as the gingerbread man. I've seen that before and it was, it turned out super cute. Obviously the remote families have a little bit more leniency in their schedules than we do. So we started ours super early, but I think I'm going to make just a canvas module with um, the embedded videos from art for kids hub for each month. And then if the families choose to do this at home, again, they could just do it on white paper and like staple that together. And then each month just kind of rip off um, or flip back to the next month. So it could definitely work for both. Yeah. And it is so much fun for those kids, especially if they love to draw. Mm -hmm. And so again, it's, you want to incorporate the online learners with the in-class learners with basically everything that you're doing because the kids talk about it. So when we do highs and lows, I mean, I'll have a kid that is like, I'm so excited because today we got to do November drawing and that's when my birthday month is. And then the kids are online and are like, what? (laughs) Like, it's a thing and you feel You'll find out. You want to incorporate all of them slash, you know, just give them the opportunity. So it's not a requirement. It's like, Hey, here's this one project we're doing. If you would like to be included, check out the canvas module, you know, get started. There's not an end date for you guys. Here's what we're doing. If you want to follow along this way, you can, uh, and just give them that option because they'll have so much fun with it, especially at home because since it's a directed drawing, their parents don't need to be hands-on and teach them. Yeah. Well, and Granted, you and I are in a different situation than a lot of people are. I know that Austin ISD is going to be all remote this week from what I saw on the news. And then I'm Mm -hmm. sure there are lots of school districts in different places that are either going all remote or maybe they've stayed remote this entire time. So everybody's kind of in a different situation in terms of what your learning looks like right now. Yes. Especially with the amount of people who either traveled for the holidays or did group Thanksgiving. So I think we're all in a little bit of an unknown. We know we're going back to school tomorrow. So that has not changed for us. But um, if you're looking for something and you've been thrown into a remote situation and it's like, what can I do that's fun for my kids? That's pretty, you know, simple to throw the embed coats. Actually, that's a lie. It's not simple. But once you learn how to put those embed coats in, it's actually not too difficult. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that would be fun to do whether you're at home or remote. Mm-hmm. That's my TED talk for the day, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for coming. <laughs> also, we are starting tomorrow and I, I've already told Lucy this, but I am I'm so sad to set an alarm. Mm-hmm. I well, it's that also alarm. been raining for two days and it never rains here. I grew up in Seattle. The last two days have been exactly what Seattle looks like in December. And I told Tori yesterday, if the sun doesn't come out tomorrow, I'm never going to be productive because I didn't really get off my sofa, let alone get dressed in the last few days. And I don't want to do it tomorrow. I know. I but know. the sun is out. So I think the powers that be have spoken. It's time to be productive. (laughs) The sun is out. It's like, please get off the couch, turn off Netflix and do something. Last night at uh, like 9.30 PM after two days of doing absolutely nothing, absolutely (laughs) nothing, including thinking, oh, we should probably do that podcast, huh? And then, yeah, we did it. Um, I decided to get out my little elf And I brought my elf home so that I could make her a mask. 
And so at 9.30 last night, I decided, okay, I'm going to do one productive thing and make this little bad boy mask. And so I'm really excited about my mask. It's so cute. I'll it's put a picture. so ridiculous. I'm obsessed with it. It's adorable. It's a little it's so mask one. And I've also seen it where parents slash teachers are putting their elves in jars and it's yeah. like quarantining for t- 10 days or two weeks. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty genius. If you don't want to do the whole shebang for three weeks. Straight. Yeah. We all talked about like, are you doing your elf this year? And it's like, oh, the kids really like it. So, but that being said, it's, we're not just doing elves. I think we all really try to be inclusive of other celebrations and recognizing, you know, when the first day of Hanukkah is or, mm-hmm. you know, when Kwanzaa begins. And those actually fall, um, not Hanukkah, sorry. Hanukkah ends on the last day before we go to Christmas break. And then Kwanzaa begins after that too. But just having the space for it in your classroom and being inclusive of things outside of Christmas is important. And I just wanted to give a shout out. She's not new. A lot of people follow and know her, but Tutu Teacher. Um, I know her first name is Vera. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, so I'm not going to say her last name. Um, I believe she's from Washington State, so I'm just give a little shout out, but she lives in New York and she is a big blogger. She always has been. She always posts a blog post about diverse reads for each month of the year. So not just Christmas, but you know, every month and every season. And she has an Instagram account just for that. So if you're looking for diverse books, um, you can check out her Instagram account at diverse reads or just at tutu teacher. I like to look there. I don't get everything because I also want to get books that interest me. So then after I find a few books that I like from her site, I'll go and I'll read the reviews on Amazon or I'll like go into the internet and just search for pictures. And sometimes you can get more pictures of the inside for a feel if it's a book that I would enjoy. And that's really helped me kind of keep my library um, evolving. I, I always add the cool new books that come out from the great hits, you know, all the characters that the kids like. But I do try to add a few diverse books when I can of uncommon literature. Mm-hmm. And that's great just to incorporate too in your morning meetings when you're having, I mean, I don't know if everyone does this, but we do online and in-person and like morning meetings. So reading those books and then having discussion topics is just super great to have during the month of December slash Tutu Teacher is amazing. So if you haven't checked her out, you need yeah. to because she is just above and beyond. And she has so many great resources, books, you know, she has the multiple Instagram accounts, but her blog and website blog's is really good. Really awesome. And she used to do, I don't know if she still does it. She used to do like two, two ratings, which I thought were really cute. So like one, two, two to four, two, twos, four, two, twos being, oh yeah, you need this in your classroom, all ages. One, two, two will tell you what age appropriate, or if it's a book to have at home to have a conversation between child and parent. And I always thought that was really cute. I love that. <laughs> That's a fun one. Yeah. I need to um, Another thing I wanted to shout out to Amy Lemons. I don't know who you are and where you are, but you're amazing. Um, (laughs) I discovered Amy Lemons TPT store through another teacher that we work with. And I was really impressed at a, the quality of her resources. Um, I was particularly looking for math resources because that's 
what I plan for. Um, I believe she has things other than math, but let me tell you, she has digital activities where you get the PowerPoint, the Google Slides, and the Seesaw link. So all of her activities look the same on all the different platforms. And for me, the Seesaw link was what really got me. How often do you get um, a product on TPT where the Seesaw is boom, ready to roll? And so I really like that if you're looking for something, I don't think that they're overpriced at all. I think that they're very well priced for what you get. And I totally understand there are people out there who don't spend money on their classroom, and I 100% respect that. I'm just not at that point in my career yet. So yeah. if you're looking for something that's done and ready to roll and you want to spend a few bucks on it, check out Amy Lemons because um, it's pretty good. And on that Especially same the- note, yeah, for sure. Especially right now when time is so essential. Like who has time to make it? You and I always make stuff, and sometimes I make stuff and I regret it instantly. Like, oh my God, this – this was not a good idea. Taking so, forever. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'm like, what's Amy Lemon's got? Let's just, uh, let's see if she's got what I need. And then another, this is specific to Texas teachers, but if you are a Texas teacher and you have not linked up with Connect to Texas or the Texas Wildlife Association, please do yourself a favor and click on those emails if whoever is sending it to you. I know our instructional coaches have sent it to me, sent it to us in years prior, and I have not clicked it, and I regret it. The, tech, the connecttotexas.net website is where you can go look. And what it is, is it's a network of Texas-based educational providers. So museums, authors, um, different organizations like the Texas Wildlife Association. And what they have is they have content specifically for remote learning. So virtual field trips galore is basically what it is. And so they have a s'more that they send out, which I didn't know about s'mores until recently, but it's like a digital newsletter is the way that I can figure it. And, um, their s'more went out in November for December and it's a thousand at least. There's so many different, um, virtual presentations or virtual field trips that you can sign up for. Some are paid Mm -hmm. and a ton of them are free. So like Tori and I signed up for a fishmas Christmas put on by like, um, one of the aquariums in Texas Um, for next week. I'm checking out an alligator virtual field trip on Tuesday. I'm really excited about that. Some of their virtual field trips from the Texas Wildlife Association are interactive where they'll say, hey, so-and-so from this elementary school, um, does one of your kids want to answer this question? And so that way you have time to prep your kids and unmute and you can respond back and forth. And some of them are just where you click and you watch Um, They give you the link ahead of time so you can share that link with remote families. Um, I emailed it to mine and I put it in our Canvas page so that the kids can get to it. But there are so many cool things, a lot of different cultures represented, especially for the month of December, plus a lot of science, just everything. Yeah, and grades. So it's not just like a thing. It can be middle school, high school. Um, It's you know, it could be traditions for December, science. There's a lot of like history stuff. Um, I'm looking at one right now. It's pre-K through 12. So that's a big range. Yeah, no joke. It is free for December, but it talks about science below zero. And it talks about like things that can be frozen 
and what happens when things freeze. And so it can be like what Lucy was saying, it can be interactive or it can be a recording, but either way, it's super fun. We did a turkey one and oh my God, it was fun. a lot about turkeys for November. And I mean, that was really the first time I've kind of gone into Connect to Texas. Uh, so I really enjoyed it and I definitely want to continue using all their resources because in class and online, we all loved it. Some are free, some cost money, but maybe that's something that your district is willing to pay for your class to go to. It's just worth a conversation if there's and something. That some of them like. are the ones that have a cost, like I'm looking for anything free, but I did see one that had a fee that I was considering because it was like $140, but it wasn't $140 for your class. It was $140 for up to like 500 people. So there, if it's something that it was within the budget of your school, I mean, it's not like anybody's going on field trips these days. Yeah. Um, that's definitely something to look up. And if you're not a Texas teacher, Hi, people outside of Texas. I'm sure that your state has something similar because this is offered free. The resource of Connect to Texas is offered free to Texas teachers. So I'm sure each state has something similar. I don't know if it's as amazing, but um, definitely worth looking into with your educational service center. Yeah, so definitely check it out because it's amazing and it's been a lot of fun to get those more newsletters and just see what's coming out for December um, and see how it fits into either your curriculum or just, you know, your, your schedule. Lessons. Oh my God. I went through that thing so fast. I was like, I got to get into this before it fills up. What can I get yeah. into? <laughs> and it does go pretty quickly. So if you see something you like, you know, go ahead and register and then mm -hmm. you know, have fun with it. I'm signed up for one thing each week until break. I'm pumped. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, we're excited about all those things. If you couldn't tell, just a little excited and yeah. excited for the holiday season. I know that the world is a crazy place right now, but the holidays bring a lot of joy to some people and the holidays can also be really hard, um, but I'm finding joy in it right now. So I hope you are too. Yes. And this is a crazy time. So do what works for you. And just remember you can do anything and not everything because we yeah. have to, you know, not enjoy this time together with your students and families, you know, just to stress yourself out. Yeah. I mean, you. you can only do what works for you, whether you're in a pandemic or not. That's the one thing that is my biggest advice to new teachers. Anytime I'm like mentoring a new teacher, I'm always like, look, I can tell you how it works for me. But if this doesn't work for you, it's not going to work at all. And so whether it's 2020 or not 2020, always do what works for you. But like we would really like it if you would do this one thing. One. So it'd be great if you could subscribe and rate and review us, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or whatever that is. And then give us a follow. Um, we are at elementary underscore all on Twitter, but we are all things elementary podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. And again, we are doing a December giveaway. So please follow us to learn more. And then we have a bio, a link in bio on Instagram for, um, help me Tori. 
the All Things Elementary podcast feedback page because yeah, we yeah, want to yeah. hear your teacher tales and fails. And it's super easy to fill out. You literally just fill out your grade level in the state you teach in. You don't even need to put your name, anything. Anonymous. Tell us what's happening. Do you have a funny story? Do you have a fun idea? If you are in a different state and you have something like the Texas Wildlife Association, tell us so we can share that with our listeners. And if you have anything fun, we want to hear from you. Yeah, we want to hear because, you know, it feels nice to hear from others. (laughs) Not, Not just us two talking. Yeah, we do that all the time, whether we're recording or not. It's just us talking. (laughs) It's just us all the time yelling at each other from across the hallway. We hope you have somebody that you can yell across the hallway to as well. Yeah, we love you guys. (laughs) So sorry we took a month off, but we're back. And we hope you found at least one thing helpful in this episode. And if you didn't, give us your good ideas so we can share those with everybody else. And for everybody who's going... Back to work, whether your district gave you two days off or the whole week, good luck in December. We know it's fast and furious and crazy. Um, on any other year, and this year it's not going to be any different. Yay. We love you guys and have a great week. Have Bye. a great week, friends. Bye. We've also done where people are trapped into a snow globe as an ornament. So yeah. if you were wanting to do an ornament, there's some super cute ones. Well, and yeah. Meredith always does. She's on our team. She's a genius. She yeah. goes in um, like Lowe's, Home Depot, whatever home store, and buys the sheets of tile. Like oh, yeah, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. little tile pieces, like way smaller than the palm of your hand. I think we usually get the hexagon shaped ones Mm -hmm. and then we just do like a kid thumbprint reindeer or whatever. It can be even snowman with the three little prints and then hot glue a little ribbon to it. And it's so cute and so simple. And the tile, when you buy it by the sheet, I don't know the price of it, but I mean, it's really, really inexpensive. If you're looking for a a project for your team or your class, that's not going to be something that'll take too much out of your pocket. That's an idea. Yes. I I mean, there's so many fun crafts you can do for December. You just got to find whatever is easiest for you. Yeah, don't do what we do. So Tori and I have done this project for two, three years, two years. Oh God. No. Um, the, it's a calendar gift with directed drawings and, um, the product, it's a TPT product that we bought from Simply Kinder. Um, you don't need that product to do it. Hers comes with like how to drawings for each month. But what Tori and I do is we go on art hub for kids or art for kids hub. I always say that wrong and find cool directed drawings for each month. And then for each month of the following year. So right now we're making the 2021 calendar. The kids do a directed drawing and then we bind it together with the binding machine and that gets put into little gift boxes, like shirt boxes for parents as a Christmas gift to go along with the other um, crafts that we do. And it's a pain in the butt, but I love it. It's so cute. And the kids, most kids, not all kids, but most kids really enjoy it. And maybe one of the things that's makes it annoying is that Tori and I really like it to be outlined. So we (laughs) give the kids Sharpies to outline their drawings. So it's quite a process. Everybody gets a clipboard. Everybody does their drawing in pencil, outlines it in Sharpie, colors it 
in detail. Mm -hmm. And then we collect them and we keep a folder for each child. So we collect all their months together. And then the cover is um, a self-portrait. And then we bind it. And the finished product makes it worth it. But it it is a labor of love. We started it in November and we could have very easily started it in September. Um, We usually do start it ahead of time, but hello, this year is this year. Well, this year we were excited because we're like, okay, we know this is a pain, but this is going to be like a 30 minute chunk out of our week where we just like kind of get to chill and then the kids get to work on something cute. So yeah. Um, yeah. But the, the calendar that we use is from Simply Kinder. You could also do any calendar. There's tons of free calendars out on the web. Or I was actually thinking about this. It could just be blank white paper and the kids could do a directed drawing for each month. And it's something their parents could hang next to whatever calendar they already use. Um, because Tori and I were talking about how we could make this work for our remote kids. So what I think I'm going to do, I haven't done it yet. Thank you.